So, um, guys, I'm joined by the brilliant Matt Phillips here um, from Snap Chippy, which is a mobile takeaway um, based in Appleby, Cumbria. How are you doing, Matt? Yeah, good, good. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to have you join me on the show. Um, now, to start off, um, why don't you tell the viewers that will be listening in a little bit about the history of Snap Chippy? So, Snap Chippy. So, we took over Snap Chippy in 2018 team which is a shopping shop um it was already a, an award-winning business and we've basically done menu extension we rejuvenated the restaurant at the time so it went from sort of 20 seats to 40 we sort of completely um, updated the internals changed the equipment all that sort of stuff um won loads more rewards which was absolutely fantastic um and then last year before last we got into the top uh, two of the UK, so the big awards. There's two big awards for the fish and chip industry. There's the Fry Magazine Awards, which is what we're mainly talking about today, uh, and the National Fish and Chip Awards, which is the ones two years ago where we got into top 10 of the UK and then got right down to top two. So 10,500 fish and chip shops, we got down to number two, um, which is pretty good an achievement in 18 months of the time incredible. of being in the business. How did it make you feel that uh, to get that sort of achievement being in the top 10? That's just that's that must have been an incredible feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit overwhelming, to be honest, and a bit unexpected. Obviously, whenever anyone enters a competition, you always want to win and you always expect, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll win, I'll win, I'll get there. But deep, deep down, we thought, oh, well, we won't get anywhere. We'll just see how we go. But we got into like a stunning round. So we got into the top 60 and you get like four mystery shops and you get into top 20 and you get a few more and you get like a six hour surprise business audit. You get into top 10. Then you have to go down to London and do like a Dragon's Den style pitch of this is our business. Why we're so fabulous. Why should we win? And then you then stay over the following day. You have like a red carpet thing, sort of several thousand people in a hotel in London. And then you find out whether you're in the top 10 or whether you get first, second and third. So to get like second is like absolutely awesome. Um, so the team is still buzzing about that. It must, um, have, been an, it must have been an Olympic winning feeling, literally. Yeah absolutely and you just like sit there in shock like what us little old us in, you know in Cumbria you know you'd expect it to be someone in a massive we just carried on absolutely smashing it and then bloody covid unfortunately it's pretty naff for everybody so closed the restaurant we've changed how we operate with online ordering um different ways customers are coming in so you know most shops busy on a friday night 30 40 50 people all jam-packed into the takeaway where we're now social distancing outside sort of two meters apart you know someone in every sort of minute or two picking an order up so it's completely different it's a mobile takeaway so what exactly is a mobile takeaway so it's both. So we have a we have a full takeaway shop in Shap, which is Shap Chippy, and then we have Shappy Wheels, which is our other business. So we have we actually have three businesses. So we have Shap Chippy, which is the shop based in Shap, which is a traditional takeaway, um, and we then have Shappy Wheels, which is our mobile, which that's the one that's based in Appleby. So right. that we started about a year ago with one van. Uh, and that basically is a, a mobile fish and chip van which goes around villages in the Eden Valley. And then about five months ago, we added a second van to the fleet. So once we did that, we then relocated the business to Appleby. Uh, and that's basically in a unit in Appleby. So every night, the two vans sort of go out to various different villages around the Eden Valley. We have like a route plan and maps that are on our website. Um, and they basically pop up for you know, a couple of hours one night in that specific village 
customers could pre-order or turn up and order out the van and especially with covid it's been absolutely awesomely busy because yeah not everybody's venturing out maybe quite as far as what they originally might have done so having something literally at the end of your road or on your doorstep you sort of open your curtains and go yeah i was gonna cook tonight but yeah the chippy van's here so you know it would be rude not to so you know everyone sort of bimbles down and, and orders and it's been really really well received especially for some of the elder generation that aren't maybe as fortunate to get out as much they yeah. you know to have some you know really nice staple hot english meal on the doorstep there that it's been really really well received oh, you're making me hungry <laughs> um oh, it's friday fish and chip friday you've got to have fish and chips chip today friday. literally uh, you know what that started in school and it's continued on till very now but, um, you know, yeah. if you look back, you know, before you started to win all these awards and you started to, you know, get recognised as being one of the best fish and chip uh, companies in the UK, what was the sort of inspiration to get into this business with Ashley? What, what, what really drove you to enter the, um, the food, the catering industry? A couple of things, really. I mean, we've always worked in retail and hospitality and food throughout our working journeys. That's pretty much what we've always done, whether it's large supermarket change, large fast food change and things like that, whether it's been at sort of a different level throughout our career. Um, unfortunately, Ashley had a huge car accident in 2017 um, in his in his job where he nearly died, basically. And that was basically the pivotal turning moment for us of let's do it now where I think we've always been one of these couples where you know you always have a bit of a pipe dream of let's go and live in the Bahamas or let's go and buy this business let's go and do this and every year you always talk about let's let's do this let's do this project and actually had this car accident and we sort of came out the other side of it just before Christmas in 2017 going right bugger it we're just going to do it so house went on the market January 2018 we both had our notice in our big London paid jobs um our friends were like, you're mental, you know, you, you know you're going to leave all this all this down here to go and cook back sausage and chips, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's fine, it'll be great, you know, don't worry, we've got a plan, we know what we're doing. Um, literally got a map of the UK, stuck a pin in the map of places we liked and we've been to, only been to Cumbria once, literally found the details of Shep Chippy, came up in the January of 2018, it was all very picture postcard snow everywhere absolutely beautiful fell in love with the area loved the business knew we could take it a step further um and three years later here we are and how do you like being in cumbria love it it's very different to living down there so I'm, we're both originally from kent so kent london and essex is mainly where we've lived and we have lived in Cornwall for a bit as well so it's it's like Cornwall without the sea it's beautiful it's very you know it's got all the hills and all the mountains it's it's great because you get the, the constant of the locals which are, love love the area they love where they live um but we're very fortunate that we get the coast to coast we get a lot of holiday makers so we do get that seasonal uplift so we really enjoy it an interesting question i have for you what is there differences between you know the fish and chip industry in the city compared to the countryside do you think there is a difference um, difference is more possibly menus and it's more like you know regional so um for instance say down south you would maybe cook more in beef dripping if you're in the west country because or, or yorkshire that would be the go-to oil that or frying medium you were cooking where if we cooked in beef dripping in say cumbria it particularly wouldn't be very well received because it's not the known way of cooking so we cook in sunflower oil um things like cotton haddock so different areas around the uk will be more haddock focused more cod focused so we're more cod um, and there'll be things on the menu like patties or pies and you know um things like that depending on where you're from people would be expecting to see that on the menu and 
that's sometimes a challenge when we do get a lot of visitors they will come in not look at the menu bless them and just order exactly what they would normally order in their local chippy maybe several hundred miles away and you go oh, i'm really sorry we don't do that here and they sort of look at you like what two heads and go well no it's not what something we do run here but we do do this and they're like oh that sounds brilliant we'll try that so yeah that's that's always fun you know the first time i moved up to cumbria i went to a chip shop and said can i um um I, I'm, I'm going to have a chip sandwich and they had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. You don't would... know a chip sandwich, a classic chip sandwich. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, in fairness, we would probably look at you a bit funny like that. So we would say, well, do, you, do you mean a chip butty? And but they would what? go, oh, yeah, yeah, chip butty. Because it's things like rolls. People call them buns, bread cakes, bats, rolls, you know, all sorts of different things. And, you know, people come in and just ask like random things. And you're like, oh, well, no, but we can do that. We've had, you know, lasagna to egg and chips to, you know, spring rolls to chicken curries, all sorts of different things, because that's what some people get in their particular local fish and chip shop. And it's not right or wrong. It's just obviously that's what people, that is their particular go-to. So yeah, you have to sort of work with that. And what is the fish trade like for you guys at the minute? Because I'm assuming, I know that, I know I, I did some um, research once about um, the sort of fish trade. And I know that the market is in London, isn't it? Where um, the fish and chip suppliers go and get the, the fish from. Um, what is the fish trade like? Some of them are, so we get our, we get our fish from a fishing vessel, a British fishing vessel actually. So we try to keep it within British waters so um, we we used a, a vessel called Kakella which actually docks in the hull it's a British vessel with a British crew but it does fish in Icelandic and sort of the Barents Sea waters and um, there aren't many British fishing vessels unfortunately and the British seas aren't brilliant for fishing in you can get some but it's all about sustainability MSC certification making sure that there's fish there for later on in life for everybody so we particularly get from the, the Barents Sea that's where we go to but yeah there are fish markets down in London there's sort of some around the whole area there's some sort of all over um a fish is like buying a car you know there's like lots of different varieties you know a car will get you from A to B you can get loads of different types of cod but it's the sizing the quality how's it been fished is it line caught is it net caught loads more things I think not everyone would think about so we're very particular about our fish that We've even using Kakella for like a year and a half, and that is our particular go-to fish. And you know, we get very large fillets that we hand cut into uh, you know, smaller fillets every day. And again, that's what works for us. But different shops do different things. Great. So let's talk a little bit about the Fry Magazine um, experience. So um, it says here that you had to impress a mystery diner. That's right. So well, when you go in, tell me a bit about that. What was the process behind that? That sounds so cool. Yeah, it's, it's very random because obviously you never know who it is. And that's that's the whole point. So when you get the feedback and you either get in or you don't get in, it's completely genuine feedback. It's not like, you know, your mate's mum that's come in to done, the, done it. It's some complete random person that's never been to the shop. So you enter the awards, you basically write a little description about your shop, where it is, what do you do? And then within a sort of a two, three, two to three month period, some random person will come up and mystery dine. So they will come in, they will, with this, around they've done it with pre-ordering online because they've been trying to sort of encourage that what with covid and um, they will either order over the counter or pre-order you won't know them from adam um, they'll come in they'll maybe ask a couple of questions about one like maybe you've asked so where's your fish from what potatoes do you use do you do gluten-free some couple of not knowledge-based questions just to try and find out a bit more about the shop 
they will be looking around at like cleanliness standards sort of discreetly are you wearing aprons are you wearing name badges um what are the standards like within the shop how busy is it how long is the food going out um then they'll get the food obviously they'll then maybe take a few discreet pictures of the inside and the outside um and then they'll also try the food and they're looking at things like how crisp is the batter how clean are the chips how hot is the product they'll take a temperature probing to check it they'll take lots of different pictures um they'll then trial it and they've got like a 40 to 50 point questions they've got to answer of how was this one to five how was this one to five and you basically then get a score out of 100 um, and we went in for traditionally fry magazine do uh, an award for best takeaway which is the top 50 best mobile unit which is top 10 and best restaurant top 10 obviously this year they've not done restaurant obviously with covid we went in for both awards takeaway and mobile unit um, unfortunately you don't find out where you sit within the top 10 or 50 you either get in or you don't get in as it were um, but we were lucky enough to get top 10 for the mobile unit which is based in Appleby Shappy Wheels um, and um, the pass mark you have to get a minimum of 92 percent for even and you were 98 percent which was 98 so you know oh. yeah so that's, that's pretty, to get 92 you know if you've got that in your school exams you're always you know, that's a pretty good grade 92 percent so 98 we're absolutely blown away with and then the shops, um, the shops have a higher benchmark. They have set a 97% and we got a 99. So and to get two awards, double whammy is amazing. Apparently the Mystery Diner really praised you, didn't he? For, you know, your, your COVID awareness and the quality of your food. That must have been such, you know, amazing feedback and can really drive you to take the next step into becoming the best supplier in the UK. Very much so. So obviously with COVID, it's it's a nap time for everybody. Let, let's be real, COVID's kicked everybody. So to do the awards in the middle of COVID, we were a little bit nervous about, well, how's it going to be? So they've added additional questions in for, for safety, which is brilliant. And we take it very seriously with, you know, we've had face masks on for over a year, gloves, different queuing systems, you know, to keep the staff and the customers safe. So we have a tannoy system where we call people in so we limit a certain amount of customers into the shop at one time and it, it works for us and again it's what works for everybody this i'm not saying this is what everyone should do it's what works oh, yeah. for us um, and they they really liked it and they felt really safe and secure and that's the whole thing is customers should feel safe and secure um when they're coming into someone's premises um and then they absolutely loved the food said it was absolutely banging they sent us loads of pictures and loads of little anecdotal feedback and you're like oh, brilliant that's that's us and then told the team and the team are literally bouncing off the walls they're so excited and you know it's quite strange these days well it it, it must be good for you and actually knowing that you guys could remain open during the lockdown and because I can walk through a street because I live in Keswick, which is, um, yeah. you know, does really good fish and chips. But you 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 walk up the street and you see clothes shops closed and betting shops closed, but fish shops yeah. open. So, you know, yeah. how, how does it make you feel that you can continue working through the lockdown? It's, it's been a challenge, but it has been like a bit of a privilege. So I've got, a, you know, like you say, I've got a lot of friends that work in and out of hospitality, whether it's, you know, pubs, restaurants or, you know, high street retail, whatever it might be. And I know some places that have, you know, completely closed and been closed for God knows how long. And, you know, they've not been able to do anything. But the other side of the coin where they've evolved and done different things with takeaways with pubs and they've done takeaway, they've done different things with their menu and they've really thrived and survived where we've been very fortunate of, you know, yes, it has hit trade, of course it has, but it's just working differently. So smaller teams, different potential days and opening hours, um, reduction of menus here and there just to make things simpler and more streamlined. But 
Um, you know, pe we're fortunate that obviously people still have to eat and because we're in smaller communities and things like the vans, you know, it's not really travelling for people. You know, they're literally walking out of the house, you know, 10, 15 metres, picking up a hot meal and coming back. They're not getting in their cars. So the vans have been incredibly busier than we'd ever expected because, because of COVID and talking to friends that have also got vans. It's not just been us. It's been a van thing, whether it's a burger van, pizza van, fish and chip vans, mobile food retailing has really, you know, taken off because of COVID. Um, so it's been been an interesting journey. Brilliant. Well, I want to thank you so much, Matt, um, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I wish you and Ashley all the best with your future successes. I will definitely be paying a visit to Appleby very soon, and hopefully I can get a freebie in there. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Come, come shop for Appleby. Let us know. I'm sure we'll hook you up with something. I would love that. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for appearing on the show, my friend. No worries. No worries. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Cheers.